Hey guys, how's it going? I mean, I know it's been a minute since our last episode and oh my god, so much has happened and sorry that I have not been giving you guys content each week. As you guys are aware, we are in quarantine here in Ontario, Canada. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. just say that 2020 is off to a great start like this has been the craziest couple months of the year okay so let's kind of recap 2020 shall we so Donald Trump nearly started a war Um, a plane got shot out of the sky Um, Kobe Bryant dies and now this COVID-19, or otherwise known as coronavirus. Like, this is insane, right? So, I mean, when I first heard about it, I heard that it was, like, all the way in China. And, you know, I guess for a lot of us, we thought, oh, man, China, and I'm in Canada, I'm good, I'm straight, I ain't got no problem. But then when it started to get closer and closer and closer to Canada, I think I kind of had my eyebrows raised, right? Like, hmm, is this thing going to set foot on Canada soil? And of course, sure enough, it did. So when I first heard about Canada's first case of it, I was like, oh, great, here we go. I just, I guess I didn't expect it to go to the point that we are at right now. So like most of the world here in Canada, we are also on quarantine. So the only time I go out is to do groceries and of course pick up any type of medication if we need it. Um, But apart from that, I don't really go outside the house. Now, the first, I would say two weeks, I was like, okay, this is not amazing, but this is not terrible. Let's just pray that after a month, we can get back to normal. I don't even know if we're going to be getting back to normal and we're one month in. On top of that, you know, I think it's like this for every other country, but schools are closed. If you guys don't know, I have a four-year-old. And what that means is that I'm not only playing mother, I'm also playing teacher. So during the day, I have to follow the teacher's curriculum to make sure my child is on the right path. This is insane. Like, it's literally crazy and overwhelming. First of all, I have to thank all the teachers out there because it is a hard job to have. I never really knocked on teachers. I just thought, you know, they're just teachers, they're doing their job. It's a job. They're just doing what they're supposed to be doing. But um, teaching, when I have almost like zero patience and we're already a month in, like, and the worst part about it is I have to find the patience in me, right? Like, I can't lose my cool. Like, how do these teachers not even lose their cool? 
That's what I want to know. I want to know how they do it because, listen, next year or September coming or at the end of the next school year, every teacher my child gets will get an LCBO gift card, okay? For those of you that don't know, LCBO is our um, liquors store. It's a liquor store. So each teacher that my child is getting is getting a gift card to the LCBO. Now, if you don't drink, I'll get you a damn Starbucks card, okay? Because... It is hard. I'm lucky I have one. Could you imagine for parents who have two, three, four kids and they have to make sure that each kid is following the curriculum and is learning and not slacking. On top of that, working from home. Oh, child. It is hard. It is not easy. So... Another reason why I've kind of disappeared from the podcasting world is because I have to be a teacher. So come nighttime, all I want to do is knock out or maybe watch a couple of shows here or there, but that's not important. (laughs) So (laughs) what's been going on? So yes, we're in the era of COVID-19, the era of coronavirus. It's, I, I I don't even know what more to say. (laughs) These are interesting times. I don't think I could ever sit here and say, yeah, I plan to live through a pandemic because I never saw this one coming. I never thought I would live through to see a pandemic. And it's funny because anybody I talk to, we always say that. Like, I never thought I would be alive to see a pandemic. Nevertheless, here it is. And, um... You know, we're living through it and managing through it. Um, So what are my thoughts about all this? I don't want to catch it. I'm going to be real. I don't think anyone wants to catch this. If you want to catch this, then, well, I'm questioning you as a person. But I don't want to catch this. I don't want my kids to catch this. I don't want my partner to catch this. So I am doing everything that our prime minister is telling us to stay indoors and self-isolate, social distance if you need to. And can I just say, the word social distancing, does anybody find that word weird? Like I feel like it's an oxymoron because the whole point of you being in public places is to, you know, be in a social setting. You know, kind of, I wouldn't say be up close to people, but be within their, I don't know, within a two meter radius. Now you're telling people to social distance. I mean, hey, for the introverts, they probably love this, but for everybody else, this must be hella hard. I don't per se find this hard. Well, you know what? I do find it hard now. The first two weeks, I guess I was just very optimistic and I was thinking that we would get out of this a lot sooner. But we hit one month and we just found out news that school is going to be extended to be closed for another month. And I'm starting to kind of lose it. Sort of. Um, I'm kind of used to going out and my daughter has play dates. So we would be going out to our play dates. And this has been interesting. And I do know that for kids, it's also hard on them too. Um, you know, they're not able to see their friends, they can't go to school. Can you imagine 
what the first day of school is going to be like for these kids. They're going to be like hugging up on their friends. Like, oh my God, I missed you. Because if that was me, I would do the same thing. Um, As for the rest of the world, I think there's going to be some sort of awkwardness when they announce that the virus is gone. People are going to be a little bit, well, still a little bit more reluctant to go out in public. Um, some people might not even think that it's actually gone. So uh, the whole social distancing just as a word is weird. But whatever, I'm social distancing myself. Um, as for means of entertainment, um, it's non-existent. <laughs> um, because like I said, during the day, I've got two kids. One's a baby and the other one's four years old. So... If I'm not dealing with baby, I'm dealing with four-year-old. If I'm not dealing with four-year-olds, I'm dealing with baby. So my whole day is eaten up by kids. By the time that they go to bed, I got a glass of wine and I'm watching whatever shows on TV just to get some quiet me time. I have to say, I definitely need those quiet alone me times. Even, I can't even be with my partner sometimes. I just want to be alone because... It's just, it's just a way to kind of like de-stress. I have long showers, like long showers. Like guys, I'm talking like maybe 20 minute showering. Okay, maybe 30. I, I might have just lied just a little bit, but maybe 30 minute showers. I just take the time to like really, you know, I guess you could call it self-care. I mean, I don't do like manicures and things like that, but really just kind of like to de-stress because these kids will work your nerves sometimes. Um, and you just need to be able to come back and center yourself to tackle on the next day. Um, yeah. So what am I doing really to keep myself entertained? A lot of TV. YouTube. TV primarily. So I've been like watching shows like How to Get Away with Murder, Insecure is back, so I'm all up on Insecure. I am so glad that show's back because a year to wait for this was like a long time. It was really hard for me. Um, Insecure, How to Get Away with Murder, I'm even watching like YouTube videos. Um, like I'm watching like Natural 85 just because I'm not, my hair is natural, I'm still trying to figure out how to manage my hair. Um, but I'm doing a lot of that. I'm also working on other projects, um, at night, kind of hard. I'm trying to, um, open back up my YouTube page. That's right, people. I had a YouTube page. I had stopped. Not a lot of videos, but I'm trying to bang out content now that I've kind of got a minute here. So I'm trying to kind of revive my YouTube page. And also revive my blog. I've had a blog. Oh, I want to say like maybe five, four, four and a half years ago. But I just kind of stopped. And I decided I kind of just wanted to rebrand my blog. Um, and just kind of focus on that. So I'm focusing on different things. So YouTube, my YouTube page, my blog. And of course this podcast. Which is great. Um, and if I really have some extra time, I've actually been scouring the internet for some games, you know, like having a game night with me and my partner. And, um, I actually found this really cool game called We Are Not Really Strangers. So you want to know what that's about? 
Sure, I'll tell you. Basically, it's a game where you get to know your participant on a deeper level. There are three levels to the game. Uh, let me just open this up and I'll tell you. So there's level one, which is perception. Then there's a level two, which is connection. And then there's level three, which is reflection. Now, I have not yet played the game. I just got this game on, I want to say Monday. And I'm waiting to play this game on um, Friday. So me and my sister have Friday. Um, but we're going to be playing this game. And then, of course, I do plan to play with this online um, on the A Shot of Melanin Instagram page. So for anybody that's interested in playing, I'll go live one day. Yes, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at um, A Shot of Melanin. I plan to go on it and um, play with somebody live and then, I guess, just get to know somebody on a deeper level, get to connect with them. I think this is a really good date night game from what I've seen so far on the YouTube world. Um, it's not just for dates, right? You can get to know your family member on a deeper level. So you can get to know your sister, your mom, your dad, whoever. It's not a... Um, intimate relationship game it's a relationship period game no matter what you are like a sister a brother even your best friend you could get to know them on a deeper level they even have expansion packs so um, each expansion pack has a set of other cards I did see that Red Table Talk partnered up with we're not really strangers and created their own expansion pack and as of today, they actually created another expansion pack, and it's called the Quarantine Expansion Pack. And what's great about the Quarantine Expansion Pack is that you don't need to order it. You can easily just download it and print it off and cut it up and add it to your list of questions. I am so excited to play this. Like, I'm just, I want to play it now, but I promised my sister, so I won't play it. But um, it looked good from what I saw on YouTube, and um, I will probably play it and then make a review on it online on my YouTube page, um, which uh, for those of you that are going to be looking forward to it, I haven't yet um, recorded everything. I just kind of got all my content ready and what I'm going to discuss about once um, everything is up and running, good to go, and we're ready to post some videos. I will definitely post all that information on the um, Instagram page. So you'll be able to find that. So stay tuned on my YouTube page. So um, that will all be on our Instagram pages to the information on my blog and information on my YouTube page. Um, I haven't really kind of figured out what I was going to do with YouTube. I think it's just going to be a mashup of everything. You know, a little bit of vlogging, um, review, some product reviews. So, for example, I'm going to product review this game. Um, because we're in the area of social distancing, me and my sister do not live together. So, we'll probably um, do this virtually. And then I'll just, like, kind of mix it up into my video. And then, at the end of it, give you my honest review about it. Um, a lot of celebrities have liked it. Listen, Jada Pinkett Smith added an expansion pack to this so it must be really good so 
um, in quarantine time. Um, so far, shows have kept me occupied. I haven't yet started on games. There's actually another game I do want to get, and it's called Blackout. Um, it's kind of like Taboo, just all things black. So you kind of have to know, like, your black celebrities. Shoot, you need to know even your black history. And uh, you lost me at black history. But I'm looking forward to buying that and getting that, too. Um, I hope after this whole quarantine is over, I want to have, like, a game night and just kind of play all these types of game and just kind of have fun with people. Um, so that's one thing that's keeping me occupied. Another thing that's kind of keeping me occupied is all these crazy things that are happening on Instagram. Have you guys noticed how many people have gone live? I've gotten so many good gems on people on live Instagram. I think I got the best gem was from, um, Black Mom Blogs. Um, she was on there doing a Q and A. Uh, first of all, I got to see who is orchestrating this wonderful platform, um, and she was answering a lot of questions. I had more so questions about, you know, like blogging and vlogging. Like I said, I'm trying to revive my YouTube channel, so um, that was definitely one thing that I was trying to do. I was just trying to get some gems out of her from that. Um, there were there are even like DJs that are playing live during this time, which is so nice because for some people music is a great way to connect, um, or even de-stress, or just to even forget about this whole fact that we're stuck in our house. And I'm sure for some of us, we're probably going stir crazy, like serious cabin fever. Um, I know people are also playing house party. I have the app. I've never played it. Um, no one's really <laughs> like said, hey, let's play house party with me. I downloaded it with the intentions of hoping to play something with somebody, but it hasn't happened. But I see um, little um, pictures, snippets on uh, house party and how people have such a great time. And it ends up kind of like a happy hour where people have drinks and play games. Um my favorite is definitely the DJs playing um, on Instagram. So I listened to D-Nice. I've listened to DJ Private Ryan. I've listened to so many DJs. It is so, so nice to just listen to some good music. Um, another thing that I'm enjoying a lot is the battles. So the most recent battles was um, Teddy Riley versus babyface now let me tell you that was nice you know i i mean of course the first time was kind of a bust it didn't work out we couldn't hear teddy i mean we did hear him it was an echo and then we didn't hear him and it was just kind of bust and they had to do it again on monday night they did such an awesome job and it kind of really made us appreciate the music like some of these songs we 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 grew up on um some of the songs I didn't even know that were Babyface to produce it or Teddy that produced it but it was a nice way of being educated on who produced it or who had a hand in the song um I think it was well done 
Of course, the internet was not prepared to handle the capacity of people who were interested and who had tuned in to watch this battle. Like, what was it? 400,000 people. 400,000 people tuned in to listen to this. And honestly, it was worth it. It really sucked that towards the end, they couldn't reconnect. They essentially broke Instagram. Like, let's be real, guys. They broke Instagram. Um, I think that's it. I don't think they're going to do this again. Um, I don't know who the next battle is going to be, but whoever it is, I'm going to be definitely interested uh, in listening to that. So um, I'm really enjoying these little things actually really help, I guess, lessen the blow. You know, with the media constantly showing us um, what's going out there. I mean, for me, I've kind of tuned out. At first, it was really hard. I was always on the internet or on media, news media outlets looking at new information, new information, new information. But I think it was just building onto my anxiety um, so bad. Like I would have anxiety attacks. I just told myself, you know what? This is not healthy. You need to check out of the media, out of the news because the news is good at doing two things, making people angry or making people scared. Um, And right now they're really working on overdrive on making people scared. So I said to myself, I'm just going to check out on the media. We've got Amber Alerts. They will alert us if for whatever reason we need to go on a full-blown lockdown where nobody leaves. So far, Canada is doing a really good job. Um... The last I checked on the news was last week after a month, almost a month, of not checking on it. And so far, we're doing a really good job at social distancing and self-quarantine, which is nice. And so all their predictions that they had that this was going to be really, really bad, turns out that a lot of Canadians are cooperating. And because they're cooperating, we are not going to see those devastating numbers in terms of deaths. So that's nice, right? Mind you, I do see a lot of media coverage in terms of the states. And it's kind of scary to see what's going on down there. A lot of protesting, a lot of people who don't want to do this anymore. I saw a video of a woman saying that they need to open everything back up because she needs to get her hair done. Really? (laughs) Listen, figure it out. You won't die. Go get a box dye at your local CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, or wherever, and dye it yourself, right? Or here's food for thought. We're not going anywhere. Why does it matter? You'll survive a month without looking beat, like makeup, hair, and nails. Listen, I normally... As a form of self-care, I normally go get my nails done. My nails look mash up. And if you guys have me on social media, I showed pictures of how mash up my hair looks and how bad my nails, my hair and my nails look. I'm not that concerned or that worried because I know, first of all, I'm home. And second of all, this is going to end. We're not going to be stuck to our house for the rest of our lives. 
and you just kind of learn, right? So for me, normally I would go get my hair done. Well, now's the time where I'm learning how to take care of my hair. Hence why I'm watching a lot of YouTube. So I'm watching Natural 85 and really learning how to deal with my kinks and coils. So for people to say that they need everything to go back to normal and businesses to open up again so that they can get their hair and nails done, I kind of feel like that's a little bit just a little bit selfish and it's not really taking into consideration all these healthcare professionals who are putting their lives on the on, their lives on the line for this, right? You're not there, you're not seeing what they're seeing every day. Imagine you get this. What's devastating about this is be the rate of infection. This thing infects at a fast rate. And the problem that I think a lot of people are having is, yes, we get it. We understand that the flu kills more than coronavirus. The problem is that it infects people at such a fast rate than the flu does that we don't want to over, we don't want to, um, basically we don't want to, um, you know, bombard the, the hospitals. Right? Could you imagine we bombard the hospital with a thousand patients come in, but the hospital could only deal with 500 patients, period? Not 500 at a time. The capacity of, of, of how much the hospital can hold is only 500 in terms of this disease or this virus, I should say. And a thousand people come in. Well, guess what? 500 people are probably going to lose their lives. Maybe not 500, maybe like 100 out of the 500, maybe 400 will recover. But it's going to overbear the health care industry. Hospitals don't have all these ventilators to take care of everybody. And I'm sure we don't want to get to a place where doctors are choosing who lives and who dies. It is the stories that I've heard, is it's, it's, it's sad. And I really want people... To really think about this, you're not there. You don't see what's going on. You don't know how serious this is. This is really serious. Um, and I think a lot of people need to be mindful of that. Another thing is that, yes, people die every day. But guess what? When people die or are on their deathbed, their loved ones are there to hold their hands or say their goodbye. Imagine you die and you're literally going to be on that bed alone no comfort no hand to hold and people don't get to even say goodbye to you I feel like that's a little bit selfish you know let people say their final goodbyes so when I hear the stories that go on in the states and I'm sure it's probably not that much but some of the stories have me like panicking and I'm not even American you know um for example Trump wants to reopen um, the border between Canada and U.S. I'm glad Prime Minister Trudeau is saying no. Um, I don't think that's the time for that. I understand everyone's like, well, the economy is going to crash. I saw the perfect meme to that answer, and that was um, opening up borders, asking people to go back to work, restarting the economy during this time, is like 
stopping medication from a doc, a medication that a doctor had prescribed to you just because you start feeling better. The doctor prescribes it to you and wants you to use it throughout its course, right? So we need to let this thing run its course and not jumpstart the economy back because guess what? If we jumpstart the economy and everybody goes back to work, what if everybody gets sick? Then the economy will crash because there's nothing to sustain it. Like I'm not an econ- I'm not an e- economy. I'm not a con- an economist, but I kind of it makes sense, right? People are the uh, engine to the they make up the engine to the economy, and if people are dying like flies, you know, let's say businesses are dying out because people who own these businesses are dying. You know, like, what economy do you really have? So when I hear all of these things, I'm just kind of like, I want people to be safe. You know, um, I hear stories about how Florida had reopened its beaches. I think I heard um, one of the Carolinas is expected to reopen so stop self-quarantining and reopen businesses in Toronto here nothing has been reopened right um and we're going into um we're going into month two of self-isolating and social distancing and quarantining whatever word you decide to use I definitely think that this has been the ultimate test to our leaders. And we can now see who make great leaders and who don't make great leaders. If I have any Americans that listen to my podcast, please let me know. Do you feel like your leader has your best interest? Because from the outside world, looking in and seeing what we see, we don't see like Trump has your best interest. From what my what I saw... When the state of New York was asking Trump for ventilators and he didn't get it, I'm just kind of wondering as to why. Wouldn't your best interest be for the American people? Just kind of saw that his best interest is for more so his buddies, his corporate buddies. Right? So um, I understand people, oh, but the flu kills more than coronavirus. You're right, it probably does, but it doesn't, people can't contract this at such a quick rate as coronavirus is, right? People are contracting this at such an alarmingly fast rate. And what is also quite troubling is that the testing for this isn't coming out quick enough. So you've got testing that could be done today, but you won't find out till three days later. Like, this needs to be, hey, I'm not a scientist, but three days later is when I'm going to find out if I'm tested positive or not for coronavirus. What about 24 hours? Three days is a long time for somebody to wait, right? So I, I am looking at this whole experience as um, a positive note. I mean... Minus all the exteriors, so the hair, the nails, the makeup. I'm looking at it as, okay, remove all of those things. The externals. 
and just kind of focus at within. So I'm just using this time to spend more time with my kids because a lot of us wish to have more time with our kids. And look, we're getting this time. Yes, I'm sure you're worrying about the finances. For those who were laid off, I am completely with you. I understand that. That's a stressor that I totally get. I get it, you know, but at its core, spending time with your family when you never got the time to spend it. A lot of people were complaining about, oh, back to work on Monday. Well, look at you now. You're literally getting a forced vacation. You know, I'm using this time, like I said, to, you know, try to continue with my podcast and reopen my YouTube channel and my blog. So, um... It's really made me realize how precious life is. And I know a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't have to make a pandemic make you realize that. You shouldn't. But it does. It happens. And, and you know, to be honest, I appreciate people a lot more. Normally during this time, if I ever needed a minute or a moment, my kids would be going off to my mother's house or my in-law's house and spending time. Now everything is literally on me and my partner, right? So we can't just send them off to grandma and grandpa and have date night. And you really learn to appreciate people who are in your circle, right? And and I miss them. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I miss seeing my in-laws, I miss seeing my parents, my family. Um, Yeah, I've really learned to appreciate it, but I'm also learning to use this time for self-care, right? So um, I haven't gotten to it, but I hope to get back into reading books. I am still working on reading an Audible. Um, Right now I'm reading... Pastor T.D. Jakes Crushing. Um, I actually was reading it in one of my Bible study groups. Yes, I go to church. (laughs) And um, that was one of the books that we were studying was his book Crushing. I've not yet finished it, but um, that's what I'm reading right now. And let me tell you, for Christmas, I've got so many books that is staring at me. I've got Trevor Noah's book that I borrowed from my partner I've got um, We're Going to Need More Wine by Gabrielle Union. I've got Taraji P. Henson's book. I've even got Michelle Obama's book coming. And they're all staring at me. So I know I'm going to take some time out to read those books and actually finish it. Um, I like Audible, but I just like having a book in my hand better. Um, so that is what is going on with me in terms of self-quarantine now is this the new normal I don't think so I believe in that saying this too shall pass but I think it was really it's really kind of a situation that's forced us as people to really sit down with ourselves and either fix ourselves um, face our problems face our issues Um, and if we don't use this time to you know I guess get in tune with ourselves, then we never will. And then you basically came out of this without 
any sort of awareness or any type of getting to know you better. Listen, I learned some stuff about myself. I learned that I'm not so much of a homebody than I thought I was. I am, uh, I want to go out when I want to go out, right? I'm not always want to be home. I think for a lot of people, it's the thought of being, this is kind of like being forced home. And because I'm being forced to be home, now I don't want to be home. I don't feel like I'm being forced to be home. If I could be a superhero, and that's how I look at it, I'm being a superhero and I'm helping in terms of slowing down the the spread of this or flattening the curve as they're talking about it in the news. So um, I'm just using that time to really reflect on myself. Um, and you know what? Some days are more productive than others. Not gonna sit here and lie. Sometimes I'm not a great teacher. It will be here, honey. Let's call her. And I know she has a curriculum, but today we're just gonna call her or paint. <laughs> so I'm not hard on myself. Whatever I can get done, I'll get done. I've got a baby who doesn't always sleep through the night. So sometimes I wake up like a zombie. And I keep forgetting I have coffee to drink that will help me. I don't think this time in self-quarantine is the time where you should be making big decisions. Like business decisions. I think it's just really just, you know, some time for people to recharge their batteries and maybe just get to know themselves a little bit more. Recharge. Hey, um, write a journal. You know, journal your thoughts, journal your emotions. Hold on to that because I'm telling you, that could be liquid gold in 50 years when they want a book about the time of COVID-19. You know, you might make good money off of that. (laughs) But I'm really just using that time to reflect and go. I'm actually even going through photo albums of my daughter when she was young and just reflecting on those, those times, right? So is this the new normal? Definitely not. I think this is just a stump in the road. Although I will say this has been by far the worst start to a new year. I don't even want to know what the rest of the year was going to be like. I really, I just, you know what? I just want to just throw 2020 away. Just, just throw it away. Just throw it away. Let's start at 2021. You know, I definitely feel for those who had big plans this year. You know, I was reading, um, I guess a post of black, uh, I think it's called black girl therapy. And, and I was also reading other stuff, but one of the things that they had posted is that it's okay to kind of grieve because, you know, for a lot of people this year, they had plans. People were getting married. Um, people were graduating. Um, people were having kids or their first child. And for some people, they won't be able to celebrate it and, and birthdays, right? Um, I know, for example, um, I have a family member who's planning to get married this upcoming summer. And with all of the uncertainty about COVID-19, we don't know how long we're going to be in quarantine for. They had to postpone it and reschedule their wedding for next year 
right? So I believe as well that people should use this time to, you know, be upset. You know, a specific milestone in your life was supposed to happen. And because of this virus, it's either not happening, it's going to be put on hold, or you're never going to get it again. For some people who are having their first kid who can't have a baby shower, they're never going to have that moment again of a first child. Yes, you'll get it with maybe your second or third, but for your first, this is your first time experiencing pregnancy, your first ever baby shower. You won't have that. So I do agree that people should, you know, be upset, vent, grieve, do what you need to. But, you know, I guess it is our role as law-abiding citizens to help our and help our government and cooperate with our government any way possible so that we can get back to normal. This is going to be hard for some people, but which one would you rather? Do this now, do it right, so that at the end of it, it can go back to normal? Or bitch and complain and act like teenagers who just want to do whatever they want to do, and then this keeps getting extended because you are not cooperating with it, with your government. And at least, again, this is my perception, and I don't know if it's what I'm seeing on the internet, articles, I've seen some videos, both media-related and non-media-related. So these are people who are recording this off of their cell phone. From what I'm seeing in the States, just doesn't seem like it's let's work as a team and let's do this let's get it out of the way now so that we don't have to have this completely prolonged and extended mind you I'm not saying that all Americans are doing this I'm sure there's a lot of Americans that are doing this you know and are very frustrated with those who are not doing what they're supposed to be doing so I get it um but I do feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and this isn't the new normal. We will get out of this. Um, and who knows, maybe some of you guys will get out of, come out of it and realize something new about yourself. Maybe a long-lost skill that you didn't even know you had. You know, maybe some people decide to cook and didn't realize, dang, I can cook. Or maybe you started writing, journaling, and you're like, damn, I can write. I can write a book. <laughs> I mean... Is a stretch, but hey, you know, like, if you don't come out of it with a skill, that's okay. I don't see myself coming out of this with a skill at all. <laughs> you know, I'm just, you know, sometimes I do things to fill in time or to self-reflect. Um, but I don't think this is going to last forever. Uh, I do think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, just use this time to just focus on you. Yes, if you have kids, focus on your kids too. I'm not saying don't focus on them. But once they're in bed, use this time for just you. A lot of us mothers, I guess, the theme that I hear around mothers is that they don't really get to spend time with themselves. Here's a great opportunity to do that. You know, draw up a nice bubble bath. Read a book while you're um, in a bubble bath. Find something that you're passionate about. Whatever the case may be, right? But um, I really hope that 
we get out of this with le- uh, like with a small amount of casualties. Um, so far, it's pretty high, but what's nice is that there's more recoveries than death, and that's that's like a sigh of relief. It's not as high, and I think it's we have to thank people like you who are helping to slow down this virus and who are helping to flatten the curve, which is so great. Give yourself a pat on the back for doing your part in helping in all of this. So, yeah. And that's our episode for today. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And don't forget to leave us some comments. Give us some feedback. You can send us some information on what you think of the podcast so far. Just drop it in the DMs. Just slide up on the DMs, guys. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,